Um, I was thinking maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, church history, this week in church history. You mentioned to me on the way in that you wanted to have some conversation about Jonathan Edwards. Yes, so I want to ask you a question. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Jonathan Edwards? Um, sinners in the hands of an angry God, That's which correct. is like a, 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 a pivotal piece of literature in terms of the American Great Awakening, and it's uh, considered, you know, the heart of that period's writing. Definitely, and now we have our two hundred and eighty-two year anniversary of the preaching of that sermon. <laughs> Almost 300 years ago, that sermon sure. was preached for yes. the first time, which is actually amazing, right? But let me ask you another question. If you think about Jonathan Edwards, what would you think his favorite word or words would be? <laughs> so I'm going to go with, uh, I mean, you would think sinners in the hands of an angry God. You would think of synonyms like wrath and um, uh, but having read a little bit more of Jonathan Edwards, I, I'm going to probably opt for things like love and peace and joy. Definitely. So, in fact, I'm going to go uh, and I, I tell you what. Uh, let me just extend it because I don't know what you got in front of you. But let me just <laughs> let me let me. I, I said love and peace and joy. Let me settle on joy, and I'll tell you why. Because I know John Piper really likes. Jonathan Edwards and John Piper's kind of Christian hedonism is all related to glorifying God and enjoying him forever and so I'm going to settle there but correct me if I'm wrong. No you're on the mark <laughs> it's fascinating that what Jonathan Edwards is most known for is if, you, if, you, if you've ever seen a portrait of him he looks very strict like right and stern and unhappy you know the portrait <laughs> yeah. and like very much like the last Puritan <laughs> definitely and his most well-known sermon is titled sinners in the hands of an angry God I mean, you just imagine this fire and brimstone preacher but if you know more about him like you you've read more about Edward and if you if you read more of his, his, his all his writings his sermons his notes there are actually a few words that can take that can contend for the most used word in all of his written and preached vocabulary and some of those words are the words serve love enjoyment happiness sweetness delight and interesting, one of the words that appears the most is the word relish, not the not the relish you throw on your food, but to 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 love something, to to appreciate something, to relish it. And as I mentioned, I think a few weeks ago, I think it's a it's a word that he made up because I haven't seen this word in any writers prior to Jonathan Edwards, and it's it's the word happify. It's it's actually a wow. verb. Yes, yes. To be made happy. Uh, I think it's something he coined. I could be wrong, uh, you know, probably wrong, but I haven't seen it in, 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 in older writers than, Edward, than Edwards. How, how God makes you happy, to be happified by God. Uh, that, that for me is, is such a profound and a beautiful, beautiful way of looking at the world from a Christian perspective. Yes. Um, it, and it's contrary to what we normally think about Jonathan Edwards. And uh, I'd love to just read for us maybe a few verses that, uh, that, that we get this type of theology from. Because contrary to what the world sees, 
when the world looks at Christianity, it often looks at us as Christians as the spoil sports. We want them to stop doing the things they enjoy yeah. and then do the things they don't really want to do. Mm. Uh, but that's really not what it's all about. In fact, the the message of Jonathan Edwards, and as you so as you mentioned now, John Piper just part, taking on and running with the baton is is the message of of Christianity, the message of Christ and the Bible is that if you want to experience true joy, real joy, lasting joy, you can only find it in Christ, only in God. What the world offers you is a counterfeit joy. Mm. It's it's fake, it's temporary. Yes. It's promising to be something that it isn't and it's wanting to deliver something that it cannot deliver which is temporary satisfaction but for those who are in Christ they have a true joy a permanent joy and um, I'll, I'll read for us a couple of passages as soon as I can just uh, as, as soon as we, we have the Bibles up and running here again uh, the internet seems to be down for me as well but in essence, one of the main lessons that I've learned from Jonathan Edwards, and I'm, I'm sure I'd love to hear your opinion on what you've read about him and, and learned from him, is that I can summarize Edwards' teachings in, in, in maybe two sentences. Is that sin is a counterfeit joy and that true happiness is found in Christ. Hmm. Um, maybe going back to how we started this show with the, the catechisms, uh, you know, the Westminster Shorter Catechism starts the first question, what is the chief end of man? Or to maybe use more modern words, uh, what is the, the, the purpose of life? What is the, what is the purpose of humanity's existence? And then the answer to that question is that the, the purpose of life, the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever and then john piper what i i love about him is he he goes and he takes that statement and he says that statement is true but we he thinks we can make it even truer <laughs> by saying that the chief end of man is to glorify god by enjoying him forever because isn't that doesn't that really summarize why we even as christians why we choose sin sometimes is because I think doing this sin is going to make me happy. Doing this sin is going to give me something that that I didn't have. And in in doing that, in, in saying that or in thinking that, we're actually saying that this sin is going to give me something that God cannot give me. This God is withholding something good from me yes. that this sin is now going to fulfill in my life. Uh, whereas that's not true. And, and every true believer who has the Holy Spirit knows that feeling after you've sinned, right? That that crushing blow of guilt and then you know it it was fake. It was counterfeit. Sin doesn't give you happiness. It's a it's counterfeit. It's false. Mm. Happiness is linked to Christ. Mm. So for me, I I mean I, I agree with everything that you've said and Jonathan Edwards has been very helpful um in those areas. Um in addition, I do like the fact that when we consider all of these heroes, if you read a good 
biography. They will um, submit to you some of the flaws of our heroes as well. And as great as Jonathan Edwards was, he had flaws. And it's sometimes encouraging for me to remember that even my heroes, with the exception of Jesus Christ, um, is a flawed vessel um, and yet capable of glorifying God even in the midst of um, of sometimes you know great difficulty. Um, one thing that I like about Jonathan Edwards is much the same as Athanasius was like run out of the country four times, I think, um, over the period of the Nicene Council. Jonathan Edwards was also run out of his church. Mm. Um, I, I can't remember if it was once or more than once, but the the bottom line is ministry is oftentimes tumultuous. Um, people are can be very difficult um, and pastoring isn't an exact science and even men who are great and who can speak with wonderful eloquence or write with wonderful eloquence um, uh, sometimes have really struggle in terms of the pastorate and so that's a little bit of an encouragement for me. Um, I certainly have enjoyed those aspects uh, looking at some of the difficulties mm. and challenges that he has faced um, as well. I did post uh, to the comments on Facebook a, a short biography um, written by John Piper and on Jonathan Edwards, uh, which uh, listeners might find uh, useful in terms of uh, accessing him.